body-obsessed green juice devotees, Matteo's obliviousness to his natural good looks was so rare. Most of the time, Layla couldn't imagine what he saw in such a pale and cynical slip of a girl like herself. Can I help? He reached for her water bottle, looking as though he'd like nothing more than to read her take on three martini-fueled A-list celebrities reenacting their former high school cafeteria hijinks by chucking olives at everyone around them. Typical Matteo. He'd been like that from the first night she'd met him, just a little over two years ago, on her 16th birthday. Both of them had been amazed to discover they were born just a year and ten days apart. And yet, their birthdays still managed to make them different, and mostly opposing astrological signs. Matteo was a Sagittarius, which made him a free-spirited dreamer. Layla was a Capricorn, which made her ambitious, and a wee bit controlling, if you believed in those things, which, of course, Layla didn't. It was just some weird coincidence that in their case was true. She handed over the laptop and sank deeper into her seat. Hearing Matteo read her work aloud was her own personal version of crack. It was good for her process, helped her edit and hone. But Layla had enough self-awareness to know that when it came to her writing, she was the world's biggest praise slut. And Matteo usually found something nice to say, no matter how lame the content. Water bottle dangling from one hand, and Layla's MacBook Air perched on the other, Matteo started to read. When he reached the end, he looked at her and said, Is this for real? I kept an olive as a souvenir. He narrowed his gaze as though trying to picture the celebrity food fight. You get a picture? He returned the laptop. Layla shook her head paused to make one small adjustment, then hit save instead of the usual send. The chateau is serious about their photo ban. Matteo shook his head and drained the water bottle in one steady stream as Layla continued to ogle him, feeling more than a little perverted for reducing her boyfriend to a sweet piece of eye candy. You going to send that? He asked. Seems ready. She sank the laptop into her bag. You know how I've been talking about starting my own blog? Beautiful idols? Her tentative gaze met his. I'm thinking this might be the perfect launch piece. He shifted his stance, played with the bottle cap. Layla, it's a good bit. He spoke as though he was hand-picking each word. It's funny, and on point, but... He shrugged, letting the silence say what he wouldn't. It was hardly the caliber of work she was capable of. I know what you're thinking. She rushed to her own defense. But none of the crap I write about qualifies as world-changing news. And I'm sick of working for crumbs. If I want to go it alone, I'll have to start somewhere. And while the blog might take a while to really catch on, once it does, I can make a ton of money on the ad revenue alone. Besides, I've saved more than enough to hold me between now and then. That last part was a hasty addition that might or might not be true. But it sounded good, 
and it seemed to convince Matteo, since his first response was to pull her out of her chair and into his arms. And what exactly will you do with all that ad revenue? She ran a finger over his chest, stalling for time. Her dream of going to journalism school in New York was something she hadn't yet shared, and to do so now would bring an awkward moment she'd rather avoid. Well, I figured the bulk of it would go toward the burrito fund. He grinned, circled his arms at her waist. The recipe for a happy life. You, decent surf, and a healthy burrito fund. He touched his lips to the tip of her nose. Speaking of, when are you gonna let me teach you to surf? Probably never. She allowed her body to melt against his, burying her face in the crooked.